Good morning, Wastelanders. This is Streaming Wasteland. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Streaming Wasteland. Streaming Wasteland. Streaming Wasteland. I'm Greg. Hi, Greg. And with me always... And Ringo. With me always is Ringo. Hi, Ringo. Yeah, we should probably talk about this movie. This movie is terrible. Say, say we both recommend this movie. I would say skip this movie. Yeah, don't watch this. Worst plot I've ever seen. This movie had some interesting twists and turns that I, I definitely enjoyed. You know what they say, once you're 18, monsters are your problem. The creature that we're dealing with is called the Dark Mother. Yeah. I just called her Dear Mommy. Do you want to go mm-hmm. ahead and jump back in? All right, we should probably dive into this. <laughs> thank you, thank you. Welcome to Streaming Wasteland. I'm Greg, and with me always is Ringo. Say hi, Ringo. Hi, Ringo. This week, we're taking a look at 2020's Black Box on Amazon Prime. Before we get into that, though, you watch anything good this week? What did I watch this week? We started watching Chainsaw Man, and... Uh, my wife really enjoys that, which I was surprised considering it is a fan service heavy uh, anime slash manga. Oh, it's an anime. I was like, what the hell is Chainsaw Man? <laughs> it piqued your interest in just the name. I think that if it was like a TV series or a movie, it'd be pretty cool. Basically, demons roam the world after the gun demon scared a bunch of people, so demons came out of that fear. And your main character dies and then is combined with his friend who was a demon and gains the ability of being able to sprout chainsaws from his extremities. He like chains or chainsaws? Chainsaws. Oh, That's a little bit interesting. Yeah, they come out of his hands, out of his legs, out of his head. Have they come out of his butt yet? No, but I wouldn't be surprised if they do because like I said, this anime is fan service to hell so someone out there probably has a thing for that. (laughs) You heard it here, guys. Write enough letters into the creators of Chainsaw Man, and you may get your chainsaw out of a butt scene. And if you need any help, Ringo will gladly help you write the letters. His address, 123 Washington, California. I'll help. 100%. You heard it here. What about you, man? Get to those things. This week, we watched all of The Good Place, and I cried again because I can't not cry at the end of that show. It's fucking fantastic. God, but show. it's still one of the best shows I've seen in a long time. I think it might. I, I don't want to be dramatic, but it honestly might be the last good sitcom. I don't know that any show is going to get created in the next like 10, 15 years sitcom wise. That is going to be something where I find myself laughing a lot. And part of that is I don't think I get modern humor necessarily. I get modern humor, but it's not going to be targeted towards me because I'm old and not the target demographic for anything besides mortgage commercials and adult diapers and all that sort of shit but the other part of it is that honestly a lot of sitcoms that get started they don't get ratings so did you ever watch one day at a time it sounds familiar wait i want to make sure i'm saying the right thing here yes okay one day at a time the theme song is this is it and so i was thinking i was like shit is it called this is it no one day at a time was a fam like a sitcom very traditional 90s style sitcom 90s 2000s where they were telling the story of a cuban family single mom grandma lives in the house all trying to make it in la trying to the daughter has is super brainy and she's a lesbian and the son is like the jock and he's the cute one and grandma's old-fashioned and they have like a wacky landlord and a wacky boss and stuff like that and it was a really good show i I don't think anybody who's watched it had anything negative to say about it. It was heartfelt when it needed to be heartfelt. It had some moments that really gut punch you. There's a scene in there, uh, spoilers for a show that's been done for years, but 
there's a scene where the daughter comes out as a lesbian and the dad who is like not really in the picture he doesn't accept it and so he's in town for a quinceanera and when the father-daughter dance comes up he doesn't show up and it's fucking gut-wrenching it is a heartbreaking scene but this show did really well and was still canceled after three seasons and even the cast was surprised and so between sitcoms that do make it not being stuff that i find funny and then the sitcoms that i do like just getting canceled i don't know that i'm going to see another great sitcom anytime soon this is it and the good place might be the last of them. Well, the I have- sitcoms i like have been running for years and honestly like they should wrap up <laughs> i think i like always sunny i think they should wrap it up so i i have watched a, a little bit of this i think i only watched like the first season but yeah i remember the quinceanera and how upsetting that that scene was i i was angry about that you want to fight the dad right oh 100 percent, man with uh, someone who has issues in his family that's the sort of stuff that i'd throw down for yeah man and it's just like dickish behavior the whole way through it's fucking like he's a douche pretty much the whole time except for one episode towards the end which again sad that they didn't get to finish the show because i would have liked to see how that arc finished the kettle's actually watching that right now really that's very interesting i would not think a young person would be into it it's got like his demographic in there lgbtq plus yeah, but so do so many things today. That's just an odd choice. I didn't think a, a sitcom would be the choice. Yeah, but it also goes ahead and hits the Hispanic side of his sure, <laughs> his fair. heritage and, and stuff like that. It, one way or the other, it's attracted. Ultimately, I don't know. Comedy is really not the sort of thing that I lean into. But I actually remember watching some of this. I, I just never finished it. I might have to go back and throw it on. Yeah, actually, before you watch that, I'd watch The Office. So I've tried. <laughs> I'd also watch Parks and Rec. Uh, we've already talked about that. I've finished Parks and Rec. You should watch Always Sunny in Philadelphia. I watch it when I come over to your house. I know, but you're going to have to watch it. I don't even put those episodes on sequentially. If nothing else, you should add the Always Sunny Christmas special to your guys' Christmas rotation. I don't have a Christmas rotation. I go live in the forest in the, uh, during Christmas. Mariah Carey can still find you in the forest. Yeah, but at least then I, I'm just the insane guy that's living out in the forest. Nobody I'm, nobody bothers me while I'm screaming about that there. It's when I'm screaming about it in, in city limits that I get into problems. I'm going to send a park ranger after you, and you're going to get tranked, and it's going to be amusing for me. You would. <laughs> My Christmas holiday. You're going to get tranked, and then you're going to wake up, and they're going to be they're going to have you like in a room, and it's just playing All I Want for Christmas is You on loop. With holograms of her dancing around. A poster of her. Uh, I think if you could plea insanity and not ever have to hear Christmas music, it actually wouldn't be that bad of a deal. Uh, there's like three Christmas songs I like, and I think I think that if I could, if I had to like plea insanity so that I could never hear the rest of them, I'd make that trade-off. It's fine. Although, I, thankfully, I don't hear most of them outside of seven Christmas movies that I watch every year. Yeah. My only issue with Mariah Carey's Christmas song is that if it's ever updated, it's the same song, just either faster or slower or with a different artist singing exactly the same as Mariah Carey did. Oh, I was going to say, uh, everybody's issue with that song is everybody's worked retail. And if you've worked retail during the holiday season, you've heard that song so many times that you already just want to gouge your eyeballs out with yeah. like a melon baller. That too. It's it, it might actually be legally tortured. <laughs> to hear that song so many times. 
I feel like it. I've heard something about it being used. Yeah, I'm not going down that rabbit hole. <laughs> oh yeah, like they've said, all kinds of songs are used by torture or for torture by the CIA and stuff, but none of that stuff is going to be liable or verifiable. So. True, true. Like I said, I don't want to go down that rabbit hole. It's very fun. His name is Ringo, and he lives at one two three Ringo Street. CIA, <laughs> go get him. Like I like a fake alias on a show would work. They're sending the drone to your house right now. Like, oh, man. Street, huh? I should go stand in the road and make it easy for him. <laughs> it's not going to be a death drone. It's just going to drop you a CD copy of All I Want for Christmas. <laughs> yeah, just make it easy for them to get it to me, because if they drop it on the roof, I don't know how I'm going to get that. <laughs> I Plus, should that under this episode. I should just <laughs> layer that song. So the funny thing is, I believe that our house is right underneath one of the military flight lines, because they fly over the house constantly so all they have to do is fly over us and drop it yeah i'm pretty sure most of washington is under a military flight line because there's like five bases here good point i i hear those planes go over constantly you know what planes have what do black they have boxes. and we should talk about the movie black box which has nothing to do with airplanes surprisingly i was Surprise. shocked by that yeah this week, we watched 2020's Black Box on Prime, rated 16+. plus. It has no U.S. rating, but most countries that gave it a rating gave it around 16+. plus. So I just called it that. There is no escape from who you really are. Starring Mabudu Athi as Nolan, Felicia Rashad as Lillian, Amanda Christine as Aitna, Tosin Morahunfola as Gary, and Charmaine Bingua as Miranda. I did almost mispronounce Charmaine. I... Uh, the eye moved in my brain. I was like, chairman. Wait, no, that's not right. <laughs> Nolan is a single father who is suffering amnesia after a car crash that killed his wife. Seeking help, he reaches out to Dr. Brooks, who ex- whose experimental black box technology teaches him to connect with his memories. But something is stalking him in his memories. And as he begins to go deeper and deeper, he realizes that he's not Nolan, but someone named Thomas. As Thomas, he remembers that Dr. Brooks is his mother and finds out that she has transplanted his consciousness into another man's body. In the end, he has to make a decision. Let Nolan live and kill himself in the process, or kill Nolan and become this new person. Let's hear what some critics had to say. User Opo Training on IMDb gave this movie 7 out of 10 stars, saying, A good thriller movie with new story, but there is nothing horror in this movie. Movie is a bit slow, but not boring. Climax was not that good and could have been improved. Meanwhile, user South David on IMDb gave this movie 5 out of 10, noting, I have no massive regrets about watching it, but it was all just a little too mediocre to consider recommending it. Brian Tallarico from The Playlist gave it a C. Black Box has all the visual language of a cheap Twilight Zone knockoff, while A.A. Dowd of the A.V. Club gave the movie a B-. Athy sensitively navigates the film's games of identity hide-and-seek. He provokes her full sympathy, which the film then subverts and complicates with a decent second-act twist. I tend to be in line here with Mr. User South David. I have no regrets about watching it, but I would probably never recommend it. This movie had a lot of fun ideas, and I think didn't really utilize all of them, or most of them. I agree with you on that. I enjoyed it, but I think that it was missing a lot. I really didn't like the whole downloaded you into the servers aspect that came out later on in the movie. But I do got to say, I enjoyed I don't think I disliked any of the actors. I think the kid even nailed it. I was going to say, this is one of the first times I haven't immediately hated a child actor. But 
when we watched Your Place or Mine, that was the second child actor I didn't hate. But in that case, it was because everybody else was doing such a bad job that I wanted to give the kid credit. In this case, I thought Ava was refreshing. She was a really good character. When she had her little breakdown and she was like, yesterday you got really mad at me. I'm sorry I'm such a burden on your life. I was like, oh, sweetie, no. Like That's right? not okay. Right. I was like, I'll go punch your dad for you. Yeah. Another reason for me to go throw it out. Yeah, no, watch the show, Dad Punchers. <laughs> Dad, don't listen to this. <laughs> Mr. Ringo, not you. Everybody else, Dad Punchers. I guess Mr. Ringo would imply that it's your husband. Father Ringo, don't look like that. <laughs> my, my wife is going to have some questions when she hears this episode. <laughs> no, she's not. Come on now. Yeah, she's going to want to know who Mr. Ringo is. That's the question. I don't even think she's going to want to know that. She'd be like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> you uh, send Mrs. Greg over here, and you can go <laughs> do whatever you want. You two just go frolic. I'm glad to know you took my name. I think at this point, it's a hyphen. Mm. Actually, it's not even going to be hyphenated. Let's just smash it together in one name. Yeah, I'm, I'm good with that. But let's not do that mistake that I made the, that one time with the recording where I combined our name, but put... Georgie in front of my name. Why? <laughs> Does that I don't mean wanna, something? I don't want to be going around saying we are Mr. and Mr. Gringo. That's just... <laughs> but think about our holiday cards. We have Mariah Carey <laughs> on the front and say Merry Christmas from the Gringos. Actually, I'd be down for that. <laughs> but yeah, the issues I had with it were the pacing was pretty awful. I felt like we... We kicked into high gear and something was missing to transition from the end of basically what I would call act one, which is after his first couple sessions, as he's starting to realize as Nolan is starting to realize that something is going on into act two, like you're my mom, you transplanted my consciousness. It felt like there was something missing there in the middle and we didn't get it. We didn't get what it was. If for me anyway, it felt like it just jumped like all of a sudden we were in a completely different mood. I know the movie has this two-minute scene of him realizing that he's not Nolan, but everything else about it, just, like, everything surrounding this transition just fuck, Bam! It just happened. And he seemed to be okay with it pretty quickly, and it felt weird. I felt like we were missing something. And then part of what we were missing is why he died in the first place when we finally find that out at the end of the movie spoilers Tom, spoilers just a new movie review Thomas was a terrible person he was abusive towards both his daughter and his wife and so one day he slapped his daughter and his wife threw him down the stairs and he died I was pretty okay with that I would have liked to see that information ahead of time because it would have given me a nice dynamic to root for do I root for this do I want this piece of shit to have a chance at redemption or do I want him to just go away? Like the idea of a good place. Do you only get the one shot at life or do you, you have a few more shots after that? Yeah. So real quick, would you have wanted that like to be like a, a coal open or a stinger in the opening where you just watch this guy die? Yeah, actually it would have been an interesting way to start the movie, right? If we saw a split screen of, well, maybe not split screen, that might've been too obvious, but with maybe if the movie opens with Thomas being a turd we get like two minutes of him just being a, a either emotionally abusive asshole or maybe physically abusive and then at the top of the stairs smacks his kid and his wife's don't touch her and pushes her down the stairs then we get the siren fade in to end the body being taken out and then fade to black 
the black box then we open on Nolan just where the movie's at I think that actually would have worked really well I think that would have been more engaging for me anyway and it would have given me like when we realized that was Thomas one we would have known who that character was and two we would have had something to be like oh shit wait what instead of just being like huh yeah who's this guy yeah and I'm glad you felt that too because that's what I felt when they revealed that he was somebody else I was like oh okay so he's that guy yeah and with that in mind I also attached to this I do like how they kept Nolan throughout the whole entire movie as the backward I think they called him the backwards man I think that's the name that they gave him but as creature thing that's like crawling towards him yeah I did I think that was nice the idea that he was living like a different set of memories and that when the doctor went, or the mom said it's your brain trying to protect you from trauma my thought was like okay it's a little on the nose but I totally get it and then when you find out that the trauma is it's not his brain I was like oh okay the monster thing makes a little bit more sense I did like that but I think they could have probably like you said done it in a way that wasn't I don't know like an hour of us getting to meet Nolan and then suddenly Thomas is our character yeah, it was very strange. I, I do think that there's a certain type of writing that can pull off this like sudden character switch. I just don't think it worked here. Yeah. Yeah. My other big issue with this movie was the setup was for something different. And then for it to be like a black mirror sci-fi type thing, it felt weird to me. We're building up this premise where maybe... So my thought was, and I, I messaged you this, that no one was dead the whole time that and I was half right I wasn't quite right but I thought we were building either towards something some sort of weird sixth sense thing or we were going to go in like a pure horror movie fashion where everybody was going to be being chased by demons being attacked by these monsters etc etc to then find out that it's all in his mind and the reality is real it's just that he's not in his own reality it felt like it belonged in a different movie. I almost feel like they could have separated the ideas out and made two different movies out of it, and both of them might have been a little bit better. I agree. I, I think that having that separation... I don't know, because it felt like there was just way too much going on. Not so much that there was too much going on, but it just felt like there was a, a lot of story given to trying to showcase that Nolan was struggling. Yeah, and also a lot... Not very much time, but enough to let us know that Thomas wasn't a good person. Yeah. Or at least he wasn't a good partner. To pass an entire moral judgment on him might be a little much, but it didn't seem like he was a good guy. And I totally get the idea of like a mother would do anything for their child to come back to life, etc. But this seems a bit extreme for a person who he she had to know that her son had hit his wife before. She didn't seem surprised when he got kicked out again. So, no, but I think that ahead. she wanted him to try to be better. She told him at one point, this is your chance to be better, do better. And she starts getting aggressive. And I'm like, okay, I can see how Thomas might have gotten this kind of terrible attitude towards people because his mom felt like she was starting to get, starting to get on that level of abusive that's kind of starting to encroach. But I don't know. I'm, I feel like I might be reaching with that. So it could be that. I also got the impression, based on what he said, that his mom was always distant she was too wrapped up in her work and so he never had that figure in his life we don't hear anything about the father it, does, it doesn't matter for the story so 
that's maybe that's it is that he never really got the love and attention that he needed and so it made him a different way yeah but yeah and then i think of course we would do this movie a disservice if we didn't talk about the bullshit technology behind it <laughs> i know i've said many a time i don't really do be like look that would never work but i've already given my two reasons for why this movie didn't quite land for me so now i'm going to go into the one that i was just like rolling my eyes at the doctor dr brooks thomas's mother says that she captured his brainwave on an eeg machine and held on to it until she could find another body to put it in for three years for three years and that brings up several questions most of which the movie doesn't want to answer i think the first one is are you for real that no body came in that was brain dead over the last three years maybe it just wasn't one that was good enough maybe it was somebody who'd been using drugs or alcohol for years and had a deteriorated body in general but it's entirely i I find that hard to believe that this doctor working in a hospital found no bodies that were suitable for this the idea that a brainwave of a dying person would encapsulate their entire personality is fucking ludicrous to me. This seems like the biggest stretch the movie makes, more so than any of the tech, any of the other stuff. This is almost insulting to the idea of identity, that just one little brainwave is all it takes to reconstruct your entire personality. It, it makes an argument without trying for the idea of, like, almost predetermination and fate and for me that's just sloppy writing i don't care for that one bit and then the third problem i have with it is this idea that the his thomas's ex-partner miranda i believe who was the one who pushed him down the stairs wouldn't immediately call the goddamn police on the mother right after that. So he walks into her apartment. It's me. I I reveal all these details to you that proves that it's me, even though I don't look like me. And she's not like, oh, okay, uh, yeah, get out. Like, she did that. And then as soon as he leaves, I'd have been on the phone be like, look, you need to go arrest that lady right now. I'd have called every doctor, every person, just anybody who would listen to me. You need to go arrest that lady right now. Keep this man away from me. Additionally, she could have just had the cops write a restraining order on Nolan. He's a brand new person, and he, unless he wants to confess, yes, I'm somebody else, somebody else's consciousness in a new body, there's no way that the police are going to let this guy who just walks into a stranger's house yelling, it's my daughter too, just go free on the streets. Oh yeah, 100%. One of the issues that I also had is, say that for whatever reason you're able to go ahead and get the entire brain chemistry and memories of a person through one EEG. Storing that stuff for three years without having some sort of corruption seems unlikely to me, even in today's standards, but I don't have a I don't have a full understanding of how saving data can work over time, but I do feel like in the business that she's in, sooner or later she's gonna accidentally either A overwrite it, B misplace it, or C find out that it's corrupted somehow. Yeah, and wouldn't that have made a more interesting movie? She successfully transplants her son's personality only to find out that it's been corrupted and he's a serial killer. Oh, wait, that's Frankenstein. Yeah, so I think that would have been an interesting storyline to, like, say that Thomas was actually, like, a good father, died early, and something with the data went wrong. Yeah, and I think they've probably made that movie several times. I just can't think of any examples off the top of my head. 
the example that came to my mind when watching this was selfless or self slash list. Uh, I think selfless is a better movie, not a great movie. And you did have one strong point for this movie. What was that point? Oh, that there's no Ryan Reynolds in this movie. Fuck that Ryan is correct. Reynolds. That is correct. This had a cast of actors and actresses who could act and were good at it. Yeah, I think this is one of the very few times we're going to say that every part of the movie was good. The acting was good. The directing was good. The writing let them all down. I yeah. think that is the cardinal sin of this movie. Yeah. As such, like I said at the top, I agree with the user who said, I don't regret watching this. This is a very fine sci-fi flick. I wouldn't say it's good by any stretch of the imagination, but it's fine. I think you could make an argument for watching this once if you wanted to. I would never put it on again. Agreed. Also, due to the fact of how well Magna Christie played in this, I'm going to go ahead and check out one of her other movies at some Stephanie for 2017 or OG, I think. She's in, in both of those. I want to see if she's just that good of an actress or if we just caught her when she had matured enough to be able to go ahead and act well. Yeah. Uh, yes, I recommend this Anything else you want to add about this movie? Some things that I would like to go ahead and add about this movie, besides saying that these actors and actresses were good, if you're going to go ahead and EEG your family members, go ahead and make sure that the data storage is well up to date so that you don't have some sort of corrupted file that causes some sort of Frankenstein monster that goes ahead and ruins your existence when they go ahead and put that EEG in someone else's body. Just saying. Wouldn't it be funny if the plot line to this was that a Microsoft update to Windows had ruined Sud's file? What? <laughs> she goes to upload, uh, upload his brain and actually uploads Microsoft instead. <laughs> oh, here's my idea for an indie comedy based off of this. So somebody has perfected the technology of storing consciousness. And now while they're waiting for the ability to transfer consciousnesses into bodies to be perfected, these are being stored somewhere. Well, one day, Amazon or Microsoft or Google fucks up and it corrupts a bunch of the storage. And now we get to watch the lawsuit slash criminal charges because technically it could be considered murder or could it. Then we get this whole 12 Angry Men thing going on where they're talking about like, it's a hard drive, not a person. See, I don't know why this movie takes place in 1933, but that is what happens in my head. And yeah. I don't know what the movie's called. I guess it's called Downloaded to Death. I don't know. We'll figure it out from there. That's a stupid title. Sounds like Microchip's porn. What? Microchip. I'm pretty sure that's already a movie. Oh, fuck. Not that stops anybody. Yeah, that's all I gotta say. I think that like this movie was fine to watch once, but not something to go ahead and watch multiple times. You heard it here first, folks. It is fine to watch once, and I completely agree with that. I would say... I'd say unless you're really in a kind of black mirror-y sci-fi mood, this probably isn't going to be the top of any list. It doesn't have Ryan Reynolds. I guess it tops the movies that don't have Ryan Reynolds list, except that I think there's 20 movies that have Ryan Reynolds and all the rest of them don't. I would not say that this movie is better than Terminator 2, which doesn't have Ryan Reynolds. I agree with that one. Terminator's I don't, I don't have anything else to add, so yeah, that's yeah. my opinion. <laughs> All right, we've been streaming Wasteland. We've been talking about Black Box from 2020. You can find us on YouTube, Threads, Instagram, TikTok, and X. 
You can also find this podcast anywhere podcasts are delivered. You can find us on Spotify, iTunes, Amazon, Google, websites I've never even heard of. I'm pretty sure it's like pod.ru. It exists. Probably got our website on or our podcast on it. If you're looking for us anywhere else, don't. (laughs) See you, Ringo. Bye, Greg.